0: Fighters, trainers, and boxing fans, another fresh episode of the No Decision Podcast with me, Wes Ivara, and my favorite sparring partner in the whole wide world, Joy Villapondo. Joy, we got a four-rounder tonight. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's go. Round one, the fight coming up this weekend on Saturday, January 2nd, Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell for the interim WBC lightweight title in Dallas, Texas, carried over the zone. Joy, one thing I want to bring up with you about this fight is that this fight might be a early day at the office for you and me. So this fight is taking place at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, so during our time zone here in Chicago, Joy, that's 2 p.m. Central time, Mm. and the main event is scheduled for 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific time, which is 5 p.m. Central time here in Chicago. Early day at the office for us, this is supposed to be prime time. What is your take on this?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm just excited to have this fight, to be honest with you. I, I don't really mind, uh, you know, what time it shows up. Uh, I am kind of surprised, though. Um, I would have thought that it was going to be, you know, around pretty much 9 uh, when pretty much the main event starts. Um, usually the main event usually starts at 11 for us, depending on the, the undercards. But, yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, you know, I'm super excited to just have this fight. Um, one... You know, we we get to see what uh, Ryan Garcia is all about. And, you know, Luke Campbell can pretty much cement himself as, you know, one of the the best lightweight uh, fighters in the division. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see if uh, Ryan Garcia is all talk or he could actually walk the walk.
0: Oh, for sure. And they say that this is based on uh, Campbell being from the U.K., so of course if yeah. the fight were to be our time it would be at like what three, four in the morning. Right. UK time. So they wanna accommodate the fans. And of course the zone is a UK based network and we're we're talking uh UK fighter, UK network, although there's a lot of Golden Boy all over the place on it too. Right. I totally understand. I'm not mad. That means I get to do other things uh for my Saturday night. I'm sure that <laughs> means uh, something for you too. Uh, especially for uh, all the other fight fans listening tonight, as well as our fighters and trainers. And um, yeah, you know, uh, same same with you, Joy. I'm excited to see what Ryan Garcia is all about, as well as Luke Campbell. Of course, uh, Luke Campbell is coming here. Uh, Traditionally speaking, UK fighters seem to not do well when they cross the pond and come fight in the United States. Mm. And uh, there tends to be a stigma when in Ryan Garcia's case, if you are a Good on the gram, good on social media, but can you back it up in the actual ring when the real live cameras are on you? Right. So there's going to be a lot of questions that we hope that will be answered tomorrow afternoon uh, down in Dallas, Texas, over the zone. So with that being said, Joy, what are your predictions for Garcia versus Luke Campbell?
1: I think I think Luke Campbell is a little bit more tested. I think he has a lot more experience. He's a Olympic gold medalist. Um, And I think he has what it takes to push Ryan Garcia. Um, I would like to see Ryan Garcia in a war. We haven't seen him in a war before. So, uh, you know, seeing the later rounds for Ryan Garcia, I want to see what he's made of. Um, I do think that Luke Campbell will take this fight in a majority decision. Um, And yeah, I think, you know, Campbell is a lot more experienced and uh, I can't wait.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, I personally have Ryan Garcia just eking it out mm. on a split decision. Um, you know, I I think it's there. I think he has enough to show that he is legit. Um, it's not a by accident that uh, he is uh, number five by the ring at 135 pounds, mm. despite him flexing on the gram, doing all that bag work, and, <laughs> you know, bobbing and weaving, and putting on all that gym shark and letting uh, – tiktok uh celebrities or whatever hit him in the hit him in the chest or whatever it is (laughs) i I, there's some reason there's it's not an accident that um he's a contender and i think he'll do just enough to eke out the victory over luke campbell i understand luke campbell is no joke right but i do understand that when it comes to popularity when it comes to becoming one of the best at that uh, division this is pretty much um Ryan Garcia is about to lose. Right. Absolutely.
1: And uh, let me ask Um, you... uh, Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Wes.
0: Oh, no. uh, I was going to ask you, Joy. uh, So say you get what you want, Mm. uh, that Luke Campbell ekes it out.
1: What does that mean? Uh, And on a bigger perspective, what do you think this fight means for both men? I think think this is a... I mean, of course, they're going to move up in the lightweight division rankings. But for Garcia... You know, it's strange because it seems as though when, you know, if either of these two fighters, um, you know, come out victorious, of course one of them is going to come out unless it goes out to a draw. But, like, for Garcia, I think there's different circumstances to when he wins versus, you know, Campbell when he wins because he has fought Linares. He has fought Lomachenko. um, And pretty much the only thing left is to... Maybe fight, you know, another fighter. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe ooh, that. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I was about to make my case that perhaps they want to put Ryan Garcia versus Teofimo Lopez. Um, that's why I think there's different circumstances. Whereas, you know, Garcia hasn't fought Linares. He hasn't fought Lomonchenko, So maybe those are also open options. But, uh, yeah, I think you brought up a good point. Maybe if Campbell wins, this is a fight against him, against uh, Teofimo Lopez. Maybe Garcia is a fight between Lomachenko, is a fight between him and Linares, or even Teofimo. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think there's different circumstances when uh, either of these two come out victorious on Saturday.
0: For sure. And not to mention, there's also guys like Gervonta Davis and Devin Haney Mm. sticking around too. But um, yeah, no, that's really, it's a really interesting point. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of options out there for both guys. Should, should uh, one of them, should there be a winner? Right. And I don't know. It's, it's loaded that 130, 135 uh, division Mm. and there's going to be a lot of fireworks, a lot of talent coming through. And, you know, like I always say, Joy, there might be a winner and a loser in boxing, but there's always going to be someone that's going to be undefeated no matter what. And who is <laughs> that? Us, the fans. Why? Because there are people like you and me that get to talk about this stuff week after week.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I remember when this was just a rumor, Garcia versus Campbell. And I was praying that it was going to happen. And, you know, they, they announced it earlier this uh, this year. I was excited. You know, of course... It got pushed back. Uh, it was supposed to be in December. But regardless, we still have the fight going on, and I can't wait.
0: Absolutely. And, um, Joy, you did want to bring up a point. And, uh, yeah, I want to hear it. What did you want to ask me?
1: Yeah. Uh, any knockdowns, do you think? Any predictions for knockdowns? Knockdown, not knockout, maybe.
0: Uh, I, I could see a trade, one and one.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: But I don't. I can't say what rounds they are. But okay. I, I could see him trading knockdowns somewhere.
1: Wow. Okay, Ryan Garcia, first time going down in his professional career. Uh, for me, I actually think Garcia will knock down Campbell somewhere in the fight. Um, but that's the thing. Uh, like I said, Campbell with his experience, I think he's gonna learn the patterns that you know Garcia is gonna go. And as the fight goes on, I think Campbell is just gonna get a little uh, more stronger. Sure.
0: Okay, there you have it, folks. With Garcia and Campbell once again takes place. Uh, as you're hearing us tomorrow afternoon, <laughs> January 2nd down in Dallas, Texas, over the zone. So uh, get those the zone subscriptions right now if you haven't done so already, because you're going to be in for a good fight. And once again, it is an early start. I don't want y'all missing it, and then you're you're all going to have to settle <laughs> for a replay. So <laughs> the the whole card will start at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Mm. Uh, so if you are Central time, that is 2 p.m. 1 p.m. if you're mountain and then the ryan garcia luke k will fight itself is supposed to be around 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific time so uh 5 p.m central 4 p.m mountain time for those in the united states and then of course uh, for those all around the world um uh, depending on your time zone uh, that's when the fights will begin it could be early it could be late mm. but hey we're all in for some form of entertainment over the zone gotta be thankful especially uh, this being the first fight in 2021. Absolutely. All right. That ends round one, Joy. Um, Good round. Let's go into round two, shall we? Mm. We got a ding dong alert. (laughs) Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. And by ding dong alert, we mean somebody got knocked the F out. (laughs) Last weekend, uh, December 26th, on the Morel Jr. versus, uh, I think it was Garvoni. You're card. Right. Fox PBC. Uh, the co-main feature was James Kirkland, the middleweight monster at one point, against Juan Macias Montiel, nephew of Fernando Montiel. Uh, this was supposed to be one of those fights where James Kirkland comes back into relevancy and, you know, we have that feel-good story, All right. fighting a young uh, guy who uh, is uh, very durable, willing to give a fight in Juan Macias Montiel. But the narrative was uh, turned on its head, not too long into the fight. All right. uh, Kirkland was down I believe twice in mm. the uh, first round uh, and after the second knockdown he did not seem to know where he was in that <laughs> uh, Los, uh, Los Angeles uh, bubble location ring and um, Montiel scores a first round knockout over the once feared James Kirkland. So, James Kirkland gets ding-donged in round one. Sad, sad way to lose a fight, especially given uh, the resume that
1: he's had. So, Joy, what what is your take on that? I was a bit shocked. Uh, I actually, you know, like I said, you know, I always favor experience over power or speed. Um, It seems though Juan Marcius Montiel was, you know, like you said, he was young. Um, I actually, this is the first fight I've ever seen of Juan Montiel. So, Going into this fight, I didn't actually know what was going to happen. I do think that... I I did think that uh, James Kirkland was going to... was going to win by decision or, you know, pretty much probably a stoppage. Uh, As we know, James Kirkland is a very aggressive southpaw. Um, You know, I mean, the the very last fight I've seen of James Kirkland was against Canelo Alvarez, where he did get knocked out as well. Um, But like I said, like, you know, James Kirkland is a super aggressive fighter, and if you are willing to trade with him, if you are a really good counter puncher, and you could wait for these uh, for the punches to come to you, you could time him. You could time him coming in, and but what's weird is that Juan Mar- Marcias Montiel actually backed them up into a corner, which of course pressure fighters we've we've known throughout history, pressure fighters don't do well when they're against when their back is against the um the ropes and so yeah uh i'm super impressed by juan marcias montiel i'm super excited um he seems a lot stronger a lot more powerful than you know what i thought what what his records suggest he seems a lot more faster as well and so yeah i'm super excited to see uh, juan marcias montiel
0: for sure for sure it's looking up for montiel but uh for our uh man of the round mendingo warrior <laughs> what do you think is next for him
1: oh man it is tough uh for for me t- take a break you know um you know in the previous you know, in the couple fights in the previous couple fights you've been knocked out let us let's, let's take a break let's think about this right uh, I believe he's thirty four Wes. you know let's let's take a break let, let's see what happens. Um, let's see what's up next to see who's going to come up maybe there's maybe you pick a better fighter that maybe suits your style a little bit more um, I don't think for James Kirkland it's any way you know cherry picking unless he picks you know someone that's way down low but for James Kirkland I think you know reassess where you are in your career and you know James Kirkland has always fought the same uh, ever since I've been watching him since he um, he his first stint with Ann Wolf. He's very very aggressive, um, and nothing seems to change. He doesn't seem to learn from you know his mistakes, and he got caught by Canelo, and so he got caught now with uh, Juan Marcias Montiel. But yeah, uh, I'm not really sure for James Kirkland. I think you wait it out. Let's see what happens. Uh, maybe next. Next December, uh, let's you know schedule a fight next December. The landscape of his of that of that division may change, but uh, yeah, uh, I think you kind of just waited out for for James Kirkland.
0: Well, he had four separate layoffs, and in right. twenty nineteen, I think he had two knockouts, but it was against like guys that were trying to build up their resume too. Exactly. So much like Montiel, so wouldn't you then think maybe that's it?
1: I mean, it could be. It could be it for for James Kirkland. Because um,
0: you're not gonna land a Canelo again,
1: right? You're right. You're not gonna land a Canelo. Um, you know, it it might just be difficult a uh, difficult pill to swallow for him. Remember, James Kirkland was a, a highly rated young fighter when he was on the come up. Um, so much so, like you know, people said that he was the next Roy Jones Jr. Um, but turned, you know. He he got into a little bit of trouble off the ring, um, you know, came back a lot stronger with Ann Wolfe's guidance, um, and then they kind of, I believe they separated, so, yeah, uh, maybe it is it for for him, uh, Wes. What do you think?
0: I would say that's it.
1: Okay. Especially if you have
0: four separate layoffs mm. and uh, a lot of uh, bumps in the road. mm but like you said, Joy, that could be a hard pill to swallow. I'm not one of his confidants, so at the same time, who am I to say you should retire? Right. But if it were if it were me, I would have been just like, look, I had a pretty decent career. Mm. Um, you know, I I gotta realize that there is life after boxing. Right. Especially when you get knocked out like that. Right a couple headshots too. Right. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta realize that. There's more to life than just uh, punching somebody in front of you and trying to block their punches. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, uh, as athletes, you also got to be able to make that business decision. Chances are, he's probably doing other things outside that he could uh, improve on, right? Or work on that'll keep him afloat. Wow. But of course, I don't know that. But it doesn't take away that he. It doesn't take away the fact that he's a good fighter. He's a great fighter. So if he does decide to keep fighting, I hope he bounces back. And if not, hey, um, lots of respect from me. Right. Okay. Round three, we're going to the rumor mill. So no ding-dong alert in round (laughs) three. But I will say, uh, this might ring uh, some bells. Canelo Alvarez coming off his big win against Calm Smith um, down in San Antonio a couple weeks ago. Is rumored to fight... Envy the Turkish wolf Yildirim, who is uh, one of the contenders for one of the belts that he, uh, that he Canelo, obtained that weekend over Callum Smith. Um, Yildirim is 21 wins, two losses, 12 of those wins coming by knockout from Turkey. Now, the thing is, Joy, uh, this, uh, this man is coming off a loss which took place on February 23rd, 2019, against Anthony Durrell. And this fight is uh, allegedly uh, supposed to be taking place down in Guadalajara, Mexico, which is where Canelo's from, and they're looking for a late February, near the end of the month type deal mm. for him to fight Yildirim. Now, what is your take on this? Should this come into fruition?
1: Ooh, uh, just to just to make it clear, West, he's not a mandatory uh, fighter, right? That Canelo has. Oh, he is. He is. Okay. So, I mean, I haven't heard of uh, Yildirim, I will be honest. Um, Like you said, you know, he he fights mostly in Turkey. Um, And so, it's always... Well, he's
0: from Turkey. Okay. Based on what I see in his uh, resume, he's fought a lot in Germany.
1: In Germany, okay. So, I mean, kind of the same thing. Like, uh, you don't actually know... What this guy is all about when you know he fights overseas unless he fights in the uk right whenever fighters come from like these different parts of europe and when mostly their their career or their records are based out of these european countries it's a little bit harder to kind of gauge where he is um and you know we've spoken about this west canelo to us is the pound for pound king um you know, this might be a big mismatch, Uh Canelo versus Yoderim. I still need to do my research on Yoderim, But Canelo, you know, we, we've spoken about, you know, what's next for him. It seems as though Juan Marcias Montiel seems could, you know, we've just spoken about him. He's he's on the come up. Maybe they want him to fight a little bit more and then face Canelo. But, you know, if it's a mandatory and it's going to take place in Guadalajara I, I think that's i think that's great uh, i think the mexican they we deserve i mean i think we we owe the mexican fans a lot of you know i'm pretty sure canelo has always wanted to fight in mexico you know and i think he owes it to his fans you know this is the probably the best time to to do it i would have loved to see a little bit more of a higher you know, fight uh, a higher ranking fight, but like we also spoken about this, West Canelo is really <laughs> running out of fighters to fight if he's ever going to stay in these middleweight uh, uh, middleweight division. Right? There's not there's a lot of names coming up, but they may not be there on time for Canelo to to fight them. Um, but yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be great. It'll be an honor to to watch Canelo fight in. In Mexico, I think the Mexican fans deserve a home uh, fight. Uh, I'm excited to see you know exactly where it's going to take place with the venue but uh, yeah uh, I need to do a little bit more on Yoderim. again, you know these European fighters whenever they come out of Europe that's not necessarily UK uh, it, it, it's a little bit of a gray area
0: sure. Sure, yes. Um, I haven't heard of Yildirim myself. Um, He is a WBC mandatory challenger. Uh, Of course, the only knock is that he's coming off a loss. Mm. So should this fight really, really take place so they have everything settled, venues, whatnot, who's uh, screaming a fight? Canelo's going to come in as a very heavy favorite.
1: Absolutely. And and I don't know, Wes, uh, maybe to you, but uh, to me... This is a little bit more of, you know, boxing politics, where, you know, now there's mandatory challengers for every belt. Um, and, you know, with these politics, you know, there, there, there will come disagreements, and this might be one of them, right? Like, we, we think that th- this guy is going to be outmatched, severely outmatched, pound for pound king versus a guy that we don't, not a lot of people has, has ever heard of.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, it kind of supplants what you just said, Joy, about Canelo running out of fighters to fight in the 160, 168 mm. uh, division. If if that if that happens to really really be the case, at some point he's gonna have to start fighting at one seventy-five. Right.
1: right. Right.
0: Because I don't know if going down in weight would be helpful for him, I and mean, I don't know if he would want to do that.
1: It's interesting. It's possible. Yeah. Possible, it's interesting. But, you know. It's interesting. like at, his, at this point of his career, uh, where Canelo is in his prime, and it seems as though there's not a lot of fighters there to challenge him for his uh, for his reign. Um, it's interesting because um, I don't know if you've heard this, Wes, but Spence pretty much said that he's willing to go up a little bit to challenge Canelo. I think that would be a much better fight. Like I said, you know Canelo. There, there's a lot of bigger names in Walterweight division in the welterweight division that he could challenge. But um, like you said, it is going to be a, a challenge because he does look like a natural 165. He he looks very he looks good when he moves in 165.
0: Well, sure, uh, and I mean in the middleweight division, there there's a lot of big names there still, like Billy Joe Saunders, and, right? Uh, Joseph Benavides. Caleb um, Plant, Demi. Caleb Plant, Demetrius Andre, and right. Canelo said he wants to unify. So, at some point, he will have to fight those guys. Right. It's just a matter of what what's going to be in his way first. So you'll have like guys like Yilderim and Triple G,
1: <laughs> right? You
0: know, wanting to get in the ring with him. And then, of course, Plant has uh, Truex right uh, on January 30th and Benavidez. Uh, Andre Saunders, they they got to figure some stuff out, not right. per, not amongst each other per se, but amongst themselves. So I don't know. It's gonna be really, it's gonna be a real interesting year for uh, that division, uh, particularly for Canelo Alvarez.
1: Uh, let me ask you this, Wes: um, Who would you rather see uh, more, one of the the Charlo brothers um, fight Triple G, or a Canelo?
0: Why don't we just put this uh, rivalry to bed? Have uh, Triple G and Canelo run it one more
1: time. One more time. That that's, Yeah. Oh, right. Right. That's what that I believe that was one of my uh, wish list fights. Right. So I've
0: been wanting that fight since Triple G, <laughs> G blew the wheels off of Cerrone. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh, maybe you know uh, they're setting it up. You know, maybe Canelo goes against R- Yield the Rim and then Triple G then is set. Uh, but uh, I would love to see that fight. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So that is round three, folks. Canelo is uh, rumored to be fighting Avni Yildirim out of Turkey uh, for his WBC belt, since Yildirim is uh, designated as a mandatory challenger for the WBC belt at 168. And that fight should be taking place in late February, somewhere around there in Guadalajara, Mexico, which is where Canelo is from. Okay, final round. Here we go. Championship round. The only one that we got since uh, the four-round session tonight. Our two early-to-call predictions for 2021. So, Joy, in our last episode, we talked about how Tiafema Lopez and Tyson Fury brought home the Fighter of the Year awards, uh, according to The Ring. So, Joy, in this round, I want to talk about who we think will be the Fighter of the Year in 2021, who we think the fight of the year is going to be in 2021, and who the trainer of the year will be. Oof. Oh, oh.
1: man that that is that is really tough to call. Um, I'm probably gonna say fighter of the year. <sighs> Ooh, okay. So I mean, fighter of the year is it, it's definitely gonna be based on a championship fight that you know. It changes the landscape of uh, a division. Uh, It's a fight that probably has a lot more meaning, um, has more significance. I probably think it's going to be, now it's because I think he's going to win this fight. But I think it's going to be Tyson Fury, uh, fighter of the year next year. He's going to be, he's pretty much going to be the undisputed heavyweight world champion um, to me. And, you know, he was the fighter of the year this year, the co-fighter of the year this year um for 2020 but i I do think in 2021 um you know we we don't exactly know yet if he is gonna fight aj um but if he does and you know if it's early in the in the year of course it's gonna have a lot of major implications on the heavyweight championship um even you know who he's gonna fight after that so yeah, uh, I'm call. I'm saying fighter of the year probably Tyson Fury. Um, I'm a huge Gypsy King fan, so uh, yeah, uh, I'm picking Tyson Fury.
0: And how about the rest? Ah, okay, okay.
1: So uh, fighter. Come on, the- man, stay.
0: Pay attention. I think your your ass is on the canvas right now.
1: <laughs> I think uh, fighter of the year. Uh, it's gonna be tough. If it does happen, I hope it's gonna be you know Fight of the year if it's gonna be uh, a rivalry if it's gonna be close it's gonna be if it's gonna be as close as we think it's gonna be um I would love for it to be bud terrence Crawford versus Spence um but I, I do also hope that Lomachenko has another shot on Teofimo Lopez I think that was a little bit closer to be a uh, fight of the year if they start to, if they decide to to let their hands go, if Lomachenko decides to let his hands go. But, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, fight, fight of the year usually is given to these, these fights that are not for uh, titles. They're not for, um, you know, pretty much the landscape of their division, but it's usually these fights where they're, they're gaining... They're, they're gaining control over the division. They're, they're gaining ranking in their division, so usually fighters that are perfect for each other. But it's it's a really hard to call. I do hope that it, if it is true that it is closer, Spence and, and Bud, uh, then it's probably the fight of the year. Hopefully, if it does happen, again, if it does happen. But uh, trainer of the year is gonna be quite difficult. Ooh, trainer of the year, trainer of the year. That that one's that one's going to be a little bit more difficult. Um, Robert Garcia, we know is is very busy. He's got a lot of fighters in his stable. uh ba-ba-ba. it's probably going to be um. Oof. Man, Well it, this year's winner was
0: or last year's winner
1: was uh, Eddie Reynoso. Eddie Reynoso, okay who is
0: uh, Ryan Garcia's, Andy Ruiz Jr.'s, and uh, Canelo's
1: trainer. It's probably still going to be Eddie Reynoso then. You think so? I do think so. Uh, You know, again, if Ryan Garcia wins, if Canelo wins, of course, he's got so many fighters in his stable. Um, But other than that, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't see anyone else that's quite active as... You know Eddie Reino, Reynoso or even a uh, Robert Garcia, so, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Okay.
0: And those are your picks uh, from Joy, uh, folks. Uh, he picked Tyson Fury, Spence versus Crawford, and Eddie Reynoso. Mm. Now here's mine. Fight of the year. Those heavyweight belts are gonna stay in England, but they're not going to Manchester. Ooh. They're going to Watford. Ooh. Anthony Joshua.
1: I like, it. I like it. He's due. I like it.
0: He's due. I've never seen a repeat Fighter of the Year.
1: Mm.
0: Not that I think Tyson Fury is incapable of doing that, but I think it's time AJ gets his shine mm. by Ring Magazine. And I think we're in this this twenty twenty one. AJ is going to be something that we have not seen before. Mm. Something that. It doesn't matter if you're a Wilder fan or a Gypsy King fan or a whatever fan. It's something I would be concerned about.
1: Mm.
0: Fight of the Year. Uh, that, one, that one is going to be a little hard because we only have a few fights booked so far. Right. And I'd be damned. If anyone in in our boxing community picked uh, Floyd Mayweather versus uh, Logan Paul, <laughs> 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 if, if uh, I was
1: about to say if we can get a uh, Inoue versus Donaire again, I'm pretty sure that would be fight of the year, again.
0: I, I would. I'm gonna try and go with um, the fight that we discussed last week, Joey. So that's Crusher Kovalev versus Viktor uh,
1: Ooh, Okay.
0: Okay. Who doesn't like uh two Eastern European guys slugging it out?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> if I can if I could get a Triple G versus Drevonchenko, I, I would be happy again.
0: Or even a uh, triple G Canelo three. Yeah. That would be fireworks. That would be fireworks. But from from what I can see that's already scheduled, I would go with Crusher Kovalev versus Bektomir Melakuziev. Mm. So out out to our guys in Eastern Europe. <laughs> Trainer of the Year, I'm going to give it to AJ's trainer, Angel Fernandez. Okay. Because if AJ scores that win against Tyson Fury, I think that a huge meteor is going to crash into the boxing world. (laughs) It'll be literally the Big Bang. Right. And the landscape of the heavyweight division will be changed drastically, regardless of who wins. Right. Of course, I'm going to stick with Anthony Joshua. Right. Uh, I have a good feeling about this. I feel like one of those guys that's like you know, gets picked on for picking the guy that nobody wants. But when that guy actually wins, I can turn around and be like, suck it. <laughs> mark my words. I think AJ will pull it out. But um, for what it's worth, that's my three too early to calls. Of course, this could uh, be revisited uh, in the summertime when we have a few more fights uh, scheduled. Maybe... Maybe Angel Fernandez will catch up. Maybe Freddie Roach, Robert Garcia will have a couple of their staple uh, fighters uh, mm-hmm. doing well this uh, year. My boy, boo we'll see. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> or Marvin Somadio, that guy Marvin Somadio is, is
1: actually a really good trainer. I was about to yes. say. Yes,
0: and um, you know maybe maybe Bud and Crawford the, or Bud and Errol. The truth are really what we want to watch this year. Who knows? <laughs> maybe Canelo and Yildirim might do something crazy who knows right all right this is the hurt business you don't play boxing right or maybe logan paul will actually cut up floyd but floyd will somehow find a way to win
1: who knows who knows
0: who knows or maybe mike tyson will come out and whip that ass on somebody who knows (laughs) (laughs) if he would be if he's eligible of course but uh yay Interesting time for boxing in 2021, but uh, but no better way to ring in the new year than to talk about what's going on uh, with my favorite sparring partner, my favorite dance partner in the whole wide world, and that is the end of our sparring session tonight, Joy. We reached the distance, hands raised up high, and uh, man, what an interesting talk tonight. <laughs> really, really excited uh, for uh, what the sport has to offer. And, um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's really, uh, it's really remarkable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Any, absolutely. Thank you any for having me. Thoughts
0: be- absolutely, Joy. Any closing thoughts before we close up the gym?
1: Ooh, uh, no, I, I think, uh, pretty much let everything out, especially with that, uh, Canelo rant. Ha. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we just got to wait and see, right? All right, we got to wait and see. But for what it's worth, everyone, thank you for listening to us tonight. We wish you a happy new year. Enjoy the fight tomorrow night with Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell. For Wes Zavara, enjoy Villapando. We wish you a good night.